Hi, welcome back to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast, the place where women come to break free from binge eating so they can have more peace, energy, and release weight while enjoying the foods they love. Today, we're talking about how to get back on track after a binge. And this is something that all of us can relate to. We've all been there, you know, having a binge, especially after things were going well for a while and then feeling like things are all just fail, like going downhill, you know? Um, so if you've experienced this, maybe you've binged recently, maybe you're struggling to get back on track. We're going to talk about why binge, why a binge is not a failure. We're going to talk about my exact strategy for handling the aftermath of a binge so that you can avoid the next one and the counterintuitive approach to a relapse that helps you actually speed up your weight loss and mental recovery at the same time. So let's dive in. So I love watching uh, YouTube videos. And recently I was watching one of the YouTubers that I love, um, who is sharing about her, well, she's a vlogger, and she shares about her entire life. Um, But one of the things she talks about is her weight loss journey, and her ups and downs with binge eating recovery. And it's just a refreshing um, channel to watch, but it gave me some ideas. And, you know, I wanted to talk to you today about some of the things that I've noticed that, you know, both myself, this YouTuber that I was watching, my students all face when it comes to recovery. And one of the things that when it comes to recovery is actually binging, you know, overeating. And how we deal with that has so much to do with how our recovery goes and how fast we actually um, move forward and what our results are, you know, how much weight we release and things like that. So the first thing I want to talk to you is the biggest pitfall that we can fall into when it comes to binging. And that is just our perspective about a binge, you know, how do we look at it? When we look at a binge as failing, we're setting ourselves up for more binge eating. Why? Because when we look at it as failing, that is demoralizing, you know, that is sending a message, a signal to our brains that we are failing, we're actually programming ourselves that we are failing. And so we're going to create more of that, we're creating negative emotions that set us up for more binge eating. And it sets us into a downward spiral. And when we're binging, we have two options. We can set ourselves in an upward spiral or a downward spiral. And guess what? The binge is part of both of those spirals, which may surprise you to hear me say. But it turns out that, you know, a binge is just part of the process The six stages of change were identified by two researchers that I'm going to probably jack up their names when I try to say them, but James Poshka and Carlo DiComente, and they identified six stages of change um, that we cycle through when it comes to the recovery process. And the stages are pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, maintenance, and relapse. Now, for the purposes of binge eating recovery, relapse is binge eating. All right. So a relapse is the same thing as a binge. And so how is it that 
a binge is actually part of the process. Well, when we binge, that is actually an opportunity for us to reflect on the entire cycle, the entire process that we've been through. It's an opportunity for us to look and reflect and see, you know, what happened along the way that led to a binge. It's an opportunity for us to gather more data. And so really what I teach my students is that a binge literally is data. It's that's all it is. It's just feedback for us. When we get that data, we can learn from it. But we can only learn from it when we put ourselves in an environment to learn from it. And that all starts with our perspective that all starts with shifting our focus, um, our perspective from I failed to what can I learn from this? What can I learn from this? And so what we usually do is we look at it as failure. We start to think, I screwed up. I'm throwing all my progress out the window and we beat ourselves up about it. And then we start to do things that are reactive, right? We start to try to undo the binge, try to fix it in some way. And what happens is when we start to do these behaviors that often look like you know, going into hyper restrictive mode or depriving ourselves, trying not to eat. This then puts us in even more of a state to binge because now we are trying to manage even more in our mind. We're feeling deprived. We're feeling probably overly hungry. Our hormones are out of whack because oftentimes we've eaten foods that throw our hormones off. And, you know, so now we're even more likely to binge again. So we're actually setting ourselves up to start spiraling downward. All right. So what we can do instead is instead of trying to undo or fix it, we shift to learning from it. We shift to learning from it. And again, this is all about our perspective. So a binge is not a diversion off the path. It's actually part of the path. Just like in the six stages of change, when relapse is a part of the process, every time we go through those six stages, pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, maintenance, and then relapse, we can learn by observing what happened along the way that ended in in that binge, what happened along the way that ended in that relapse. So a binge is not a diversion off the path that we're on. It's actually part of the path that we're on. It is literally a part of the process of change. And when we can stop looking at it as you know, a problem or a failure and start to look at it as something that can teach us about ourselves so that we can learn from it and grow, then oftentimes what we start to experience is less of the binging. So as you're going through these cycles of change, uh, these stages of change, rather, it's a cycle. And every time you learn something, the cycle starts again. 
because you have awareness. And now you start to um, repeat that cycle over and over and over again. At the center of these cycles that you're going through is learning every single time, as long as you approach it with that perspective that, you know what, I'm learning, I'm growing, I'm improving. And so that creates an upward spiral instead of a downward spiral. That gives you that feeling of, wow, like I'm, I'm, oh, I see how that happened now. I can make a different choice this time. Oh, you know what? I was super hungry. You know, I let, I went to, um, too long without eating, which is a lot of times what it is. Um, and we can start to learn from it. All right. So that's the shift. That's the, that's the perspective shift that will allow you to actually look at a binge as actually a positive thing, you know? Um, because the truth is, it's neither good nor bad. It's all about how we label it that determines what it means for us. Does it mean that we're growing and we're learning? Or does it mean that we're failing and that no matter what we do, nothing works? So what we're going to do instead is we're going to create that environment to learn from the binge. How we deal with a relapse has everything to do with our success and our progress. So I checked out the six behavior, the six stages of change on a website called Very Well Mine. And they have very helpful characteristics of each of the, the stages. So you can go check that out if you're curious. But associated with a stage of a relapse or for, you know, for us, it would be a binge. Um, you're probably going to recognize this right off the bat. This disappointment, frustration, feelings of failure. And so, um, right, I pulled this quote right from the website. Resolutions fail when proper preparation and actions are not taken by approaching a goal with an understanding of how to best prepare, act, and maintain a new behavior, you'll be more likely to succeed. So what is the proper preparation and actions? You know, if you resonated with those um, characteristics, disappointment, frustration, feelings of failure, then you already know that these are the kinds of emotions that can set us up for further binging. But as we've already talked about, when we shift our perspective to to learning, that is something that can set us up to actually um, start that upward spiral. And so, you know, what are the preparations and actions that we can be taking that are different from what we usually do. Um, you know, what we usually do being trying to fix it, trying to um, deprive ourselves, you know, um, trying to control our food in a way that is from fear, from, from deprivation. What can we do instead? We automatically, um, we tend to automatically go to behaviors that are all external, you know, like prepping food so that we have it on hand, shopping and stocking for healthy items and things like that, which are helpful, but they're all external. And usually when we focus on 
purely external things, we can only really do it for so long before we start slipping back into old patterns again. And then, you know, we start to think, okay, well, I I can't stick to this no matter how hard I try. I just always go back to the old behavior. And that's because we often skip a very, very crucial step that allows you to actually stick to these behaviors. And that is our programming. You know, if we find ourselves stuck in a cycle for years and we keep slipping back into the old patterns, it's because we haven't yet addressed our subconscious programming. The programming is what makes behaviors effortless. It is what allows things, the changes that we want to make, to become firmly rooted and make them easy. So if you want to get into the maintenance stage, right, that's the goal is to really live the majority of our time in that maintenance stage, which means that, you know what, I'm rocking and rolling, like I'm just effortlessly eating the way that I want to eat. I'm just releasing weight. It's never an issue. It's so easy. It's easy to do. It's just who I am. Then that's when you, you, if you want to get to that maintenance stage where it's easy and effortless, just who you are, then work on your programming, work on your subconscious programming. And I do have an episode. It's called um, Five Reasons to Start Reprogramming Your Identity right now. That will give you a little bit more insight on that. And, you know, if I can um, pull out any more episodes of the podcast, I will link those below as well. Okay, so the next thing um, I want to talk about is like the physical symptoms in the aftermath of binging. And when it comes to bloating, um, the physical discomfort, the lethargy, psychological issues, you know, seeing yourself in the mirror and seeing that your belly is bulging out because you're bloated. Um, what we automatically will go to often is reacting, damage control. Um, you know, again, trying to control your eating, doubling down, you know, trying to um, kind of like this attitude of bringing down the hammer on yourself. And it's really brings, it's coming from these feelings of fear. It's from your reptilian brain. It's really, you know, more about just fear and the fear of weight gain than anything else. And it just, it's not sustainable. And so what we want to do instead is we want to react. We want to respond with self-compassion. We want to remind ourselves, you know what? I'm human. And I'm learning and I am bound to falter sometimes off the path. And again, you know, reminding ourselves that actually it's not, it's not going off the path. This is actually just part of the process. And the more we can remind ourselves that and we can do that from self-compassion, the more that we create that upward spiral. And when you reprogram your um, subconscious identity along with that, then what you're going to notice is that everything will click into place and you'll find yourself just gliding along in these new changes and it will feel effortless for you. So how do we respond after a binge? So what I shared with you in this episode, let's do a little recap. We talked about 
um, why a binge is not a failure. It is part of the process. So, you know, when we overeat or binge, you know, it could even be just a moment of overeating and it's not necessarily a binge, but it's just, you know, you pick up a food that you knew wasn't going to serve you in that moment or you overate or even, you know, anything in life that, you know, maybe you procrastinated on something or maybe you didn't get up and go exercise and you said you were going to, or maybe, you know, you didn't get up when your alarm clock went off, whatever it is that the change that you're making, recognize that it's part of the process. Faltering is actually part of the process And we can benefit from it when we take that perspective, when we recognize that, hey, if I learn from this right now, I can do better next time. I can start gathering data that allows me to do it better next time, to make a choice that's different next time. And when you combine that with reprogramming yourself, which is really, you know, it's the strategy, it's not in the moment strategy, but this is something that's going to help you to actually move beyond binging, um, then you are unstoppable in your recovery process. Um, the next thing is, you know, the aftermath of the, of a binge and when we're dealing with feelings of frustration, um, you know, when we're dealing with feelings of fear of gaining weight and maybe feeling bad about how you look, the strategy there is self-compassion, is really just reminding yourself, just like you would remind a child who is really sincerely trying to learn something new, um, like tying their shoes, then, you know, you wouldn't beat that child up and say, you know, you're a failure and you just can't do anything right, you know, you would encourage them. And we often don't realize that we can be encouraging ourselves the same exact way. And that's really oftentimes what we need. So treating yourself with compassion, reminding yourself that you're human, you're not perfect, you're going to falter sometimes, and just reminding yourself that faltering is part of the process. And the more you can look at it that way, the more data you can extract from that so that you can actually speed up your weight loss and your recovery, and you're doing that all at the same time. So I trust that you gained some value from this episode. Reach out to me on Instagram, DM me, let me know what your biggest takeaway is, and I will catch you on the next episode of the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And If you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools. Over on Instagram, you can follow me at Rashonda Yates and send me a DM and let me know what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on on another episode. Bye.